Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Hebrews. Today is episode 875. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. Let's read our passage. We have a great deal to say about this, and it's difficult to explain since you have become too lazy to understand. Although by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the basic principles of God's revelation again. You need milk, not solid food. Now everyone who lives on milk is inexperienced with the message about righteousness, because he is an infant. But solid food is for the mature, for those whose senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil. This is the book of Hebrews. It's a letter or written sermon addressed to Jewish Christians because of persecution which is breaking out across the Roman Empire toward Christians, these Jewish Christians are tempted to fall back into Judaism, which is tolerated by the Roman Empire. And the author of Hebrews is encouraging them, don't do that. Stay with Christ, because anything else is inferior. He said that Christ is superior to angels. Christ is superior to Moses. Christ is superior to the Old Testament priesthood. And he is, in fact, the great high priest in the pattern of Melchizedek. He's the priest king. And so he is where the hope is. Don't abandon Christ because you're afraid of some persecution. Now we pick it up in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11. He says, we have a great deal to say about this. Now, what's he talking about? He's been talking about Christ as the great high priest in the order of Melchizedek. So he says, he's got a lot to say, more to say about that. And he will in chapter 7. He's going to talk more in depth about this idea of the order of Melchizedek and what that means. But he's taking kind of a, a little detour, it seems, talking about their spiritual condition and what's needed. And so he says, yeah, I got a lot more to say about this whole item of Christ as the great high priest. He says, and it is difficult to explain. So he admits, this is, this is a difficult subject. He says, but it's difficult to explain since you have become too lazy to understand. Now, the, the literal translation from the Greek is basically sluggish in your hearing. Now, what's the best way to translate English? There's, there's some, a variety of translations there. But the whole point is, it's hard to understand, not because of the subject matter, but because of you guys. You don't understand it. That's the problem. You should understand it, but you don't. He says in verse 12, although by this time you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you the basic principles of God's revelation again. So by this time you ought to be teachers. He's not talking about the position of teacher, that you ought to be in a classroom conducting lectures, but it means you should be able to explain things to others. Just as we all initially don't know anything, but as we grow and learn, there comes a point where we can instruct others in things that we already know. And so he's really criticizing their spiritual maturity here, saying you guys have been believers for a while, and by this time you should be able to explain this topic to other people, but you can't 
because you don't understand it yourself. And in fact, you need to be taught the basic principles of God's revelation again. So it makes a point that you have become too lazy to understand. So it's something that's happened. You weren't this way always, but it's something that has happened to you. And you really need to learn the basics of God's revelation again. Now, what are the basics of God's revelation? I think he's basically saying everything that God has said. The Old Testament and the teachings of Jesus, the gospel, that which we would now call the New Testament. All of this is instructions from God, and you need to be taught these basics again. He says you need milk, not solid food. He continues verse 13. Now, everyone who lives on milk is inexperienced with the message about righteousness because he is an infant. He's making it clear here. Obviously, milk is solid food. He's talking about maturity. Those who need the milk are like infants. The solid food is for those who are more mature. Very, just in case you missed it, he's making it very clear. Everyone who lives on milk is like an infant, and they're inexperienced with the message about righteousness. Now, when he says the message about righteousness, I don't think he's talking about salvation here. He's talking about applying God's word to life. And often that is the challenge. It's one thing to know some biblical facts, but the hard thing then is applying it to life, taking the biblical truth and applying it to everyday life. And I think that's what he means by righteousness here. Basic ethics, Christian living, right and wrong. Verse 14, but solid food is for the mature, for those whose senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil. And I think that's why I said what I did about this message about righteousness, because here he's comparing it to distinguishing between good and evil. So, don't think he's talking about salvation here, but about sanctification, about Christian living. Now, the people he's addressing, they're believers. He's not suggesting they're not believers. What he's challenging here is their spiritual depth, their spiritual maturity. They're sluggish in understanding, sluggish in hearing. And it seems to be a degraded condition from what they were at one point. They have become this way. Why did they become this way? How did they get this way? He doesn't say. I suspect it has to do with God's word because he had earlier talked about persevering and the way to persevere is via God's word. What God has said is the key to perseverance and I think it's also the key to spiritual maturity. If you neglect God's word, you become spiritually immature. You are degraded over time. Once you achieve a certain level of spiritual maturity, it's not that you have achieved that level and that you're good then forever. You will degrade over time without being in God's word. And so I suspect that's what the problem is. And he describes two kinds of people here, basically. The infants and the mature. The infants need the milk, the mature need the solid food. The milk is the elementary principles of the gospel, of God's words, the basics. 
whereas the mature, he describes them. He says their senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil. How do we get there? How do we get to the point where our senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil? It goes back to the whole idea of applying God's word to life. That we take the spiritual truths and understand what those spiritual truths are actually saying and how those spiritual truths apply to us and apply to everyday life. There was a book that was circulated uh, several years ago, and the, the principle was uh, always ask, what would Jesus do? And it, not to criticize the book, but some people took that to heart. But that's really such a simplistic view of things. It often is a approached as an exercise in speculation. What would Jesus do? Well, I think Jesus would do this. And what do you base that on? For most people, it turns out that Jesus would do exactly what I think should be done because I'm a reasonable person. Jesus is a reasonable guy. And so in any potential theoretical situation, Jesus would agree with me. But the better question to ask is, what did Jesus do? What did Jesus say? And expand it from just what Jesus said, but what has God told us through his word? And so rather than speculate about, well, what do you think, Jesus? Jesus is a nice guy, and this seems like a nice thing to do. No, but what has God specifically said about this topic and specifically said to us and how to deal with these things? So the person whose senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil, that's going to come through familiarity with God's word. But as a training in application, and, and often that's where we fall down. A lot of times we may know some Bible truths, but applying that to real life involves often learning with others and working together with other believers because we do learn from one another. So I think the best way to think about how to be trained to distinguish between good and evil is depth in the Word of God, working with other believers to learn from one another, and being open to the Holy Spirit, which means being close to God in a relational sense. So there's an element of knowledge, a spiritual element of openness to the Holy Spirit, and a community element of working alongside other believers. And, and that's the key to maturity, is all of those things working together. And he's chiding the Jewish Christians here, at least this particular group, in that they have not grown in spiritual depth. And because of that, they're not in a good position to necessarily understand some of these deeper truths. So he'll talk some more about their spiritual maturity, and then he'll pick it up in chapter 7 and get back to this topic of Christ as a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Hebrews.